Hey, good morning. Hey, how are you out there? Um, this is a message that I want to bring to the masses. And um, I was in a deep sleep the other night. And some of you, like myself, lately, and the Holy Spirit has revealed to me that some of us are having dreams about people that died on, that are no more on the earth. And some of the dreams would appear to be good dreams, like either of your mother, your, your dead deceased father, or an uncle, or somebody that you were close to in the family, where you thought, oh, that was a good dream that I had about my cousin or a good dream or an experience that I had with that person. I had good memories with them when I was alive. So they came back in the dream to tell me that they were okay. And I want to let you know something. There's a scripture in Job. We're not going to go there. Chapter 33 where it says in verse 14, where it says, God will come to you in visions and dreams, and he'll show you things to keep you away from destruction, okay? He'll give you instructions and things on what to do to keep you away from instructions. So I want to let you know, if God can come through a dream, Satan can masquerade himself as God and also come through a dream. My experiences in the past, I always thought that these dreams were good when I saw my dead grandfather. But this one dream I had of my biological mother that passed away. They were all in the bar they were partying, drinking, smoking. I was there, but I wanted no part of it. And my auntie and my mother was there. My auntie's still living, but my mother died several years ago. I'm not going to say anything about my mother's background and the life that she lived because I only know from what I heard. So I don't know if it's true or not. But she was partying it up, drinking, smoking weed. And I, after the crowd left, I was standing up from a distance, upset. Because I did not want to see my mother and my aunt and my relatives smoking, choking, drinking. So I tried to say, Ma, why are you doing this? You need to stop this. This is not good. And she pushed me away and she ignored me. So I put my hands up and I walked out of the bar. And I woke up. Bad dream, right? Some of you had good dreams, good experiences. Where you seen a loved one come back to you. But I'm going to let you know something. And I'm going to take you to scripture. And 
I want to let you know. Some of you think, oh, mommy's looking down at me. Daddy is looking down at me. Cousin's looking down at me. Grandma's looking down at me. Uh-uh. I'm going to have my dear wife. And this is a prophetic message because Satan comes to masquerade himself as an angel of light, even through visions and dreams. And I want to show you the distinction to know whether it's God, a godly dream, and God is speaking, or whether it's Satan speaking. So you think people from the dead are watching you? No, no, that's not scriptural. Turn to the book, sweetheart, and I want you to walk, walk with me. And God's telling me to tell you this, to give you a warning that Satan is playing for keeps in his last days. He's trying to take you out before your time. He comes through dreams and spirits. He comes through your sexual encounters with the boyfriend and girlfriend or somebody stranger that you just met. He comes in a very deceitful way and camouflages himself as an angel of light. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5, my wife is going to read. I want you to listen to this very carefully because he tried to trick me and scam me through dreams and visions. But I, 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 I was able to decipher. I said, whoa. I had to slow my roll. And I had to rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. I want you to read what it says about the dead. Listen to this. For the living know that they shall die. Right, the living knows. You, you, alive. you know you're going to die one day. Now check this out. But the dead know not anything. The dead don't know nothing. Once dead people die, they forget totally what happened down here in this life because their spirit is taken out of their body in another realm. Listen to this. Read, baby. Neither have they any more a reward for the, for the memory of them is forgotten. The memory of them is forgotten. No, they don't even remember nothing. Listen to this. Hey, Kenneth, how you doing? This is a prophetic word. And this is how the Satan comes to demise and steal. We think mommy and daddy, oh, they're just coming to check on us to tell us everything's all right. Uh-uh. Read, baby. Also, their love and their hatred mm -hmm. and their envy is now perished. Everything, their behavior, what they did on earth, whether it be bad or good, it's gone. They have no more character. They have no more personality. When they're dead, they're in the spirit realm. They don't even think like they think when they were in the natural anymore. Once you die, you're dead. Your spirit man goes with Christ. Your spirit man is your real man. So, let me tell you something. The way you acted here on earth, the way you responded here on earth, that did not come from your spirit. That came from your flesh. Whether you obeyed the flesh or whether you obeyed your inner man, which is your real man, and you're hearing from God, that is the real man that's going to live on. But it's not going to remember what happened in the flesh here on earth. Do you get what I'm saying? Read, sweetheart. It says, neither have they any more a portion forever mm -hmm. in anything that is done under the sun. They won't have any more portion. They're not coming back here. Not here. 
maybe if they're in Christ with their new glorified bodies, well, they're going to have a new mindset. They're going to have a totally new heart if they're of Jesus. And if they made it into hell, you'll never see them again. Their, their domain is going to be hell if they live a hellish life in here on this earth. If you're going to heaven, yes, you're coming back to rule and reign with Christ. But you're not going to remember anything that you did here on earth after you died. The people that you touched will remember everything that you did as long as they're alive. But once you're dead, you know nothing. So, getting back to what I was trying to tell you. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. I want you to check this out. See, you think mommy and daddy was coming to check. Uh, the dead No, 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 no. Because the dead knows nothing. They're not coming back. That's why Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. They're not coming back. Okay? Read, sweetheart. And check no this out. marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Ah, so in the spirit realm, Satan can transform himself as what, baby? An angel of light. An angel of light. And you think it's a good spirit. Oh, mommy and daddy's come back to check on me. Grandma's coming to check on me. And I had these dreams, and I thought like this too. Until I got knowledge of the word. Read, sweetheart. Therefore, it is no great thing mm -hmm. if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. So, Satan has ministers. Like the church has ministers. Did you read that again, baby? Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers mm. of righteousness whose end shall be according to their works. you got to be careful to some of these bootleg preachers that you're listening to because Satan could have sent them. You know how you know whether they're Satan? Get to know them on a personal basis. If they're trying to promote themselves and not and just using Jesus as an aim to promote themselves, they're not of God. Or even if they're not talking about Christ, they're just trying to promote them. It's all about them prepping up with the... See, Satan can masquerade himself through man. He can fool you. And also he can come in the spirit realm. The spirit, what I'm prophesying today is God is sending a warning. There are deceivers that are coming in the name of the truth. And they're coming to bring the truth and they can fool you. Spiritually, there's something wrong here. Or there's spirits either coming in through your dreams, through your visions, to deceive you. Any way you put it, Satan is trying to either get you in a forgiveness, to get you in the spirit of offense, to get you in the spirit of anger, and he's trying to deceive you. And he's coming to women, you men that trust a big button to smile, you better be careful. You women that see these handsome men got it going on, you better be careful. Because Satan masquerades himself as an angel of light. That scripture, baby, we talked about entertaining an angel, right? And we all think, oh, God's sending his angel to protect me. Oh, really? 
You need to read that scripture very, very carefully. What, what was that scripture, sweetheart? Let's see. It is Show you Hebrews 13 and 2. Hebrews 13 and 2. Listen to this. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. Uh, to strangers, okay. For by doing so, some have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Some have shown hospitality to angels. Notice it said, what's the first part? What did it say, sweetheart? It says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. To strangers. Because what? For by doing so, some have shown hospitality some. to angels without knowing some. it. Some. So... It didn't say that it's God's angels. It didn't say anything about it always being God's angels. The Bible says to be sober, to be vigilant, for your adversary is as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He's a very sneaky, cunning, crafty. The Bible says he's like a snake, just like the garden. Like he came and deceived Eve. He comes in a cunning way. He comes masquerading himself as an angel of light. He can come through people. So, but that scripture said nothing about it being God's angel. It said, be careful who you entertain. Because you can be entertained. It could be an evil angel. It can be an angel from the pit of hell. Do you understand what I'm saying? It can be God, but you have to be able to decipher in your spirit whether it's of God or whether it's of Satan. God is sending me to tell you and to prophesy to you that you, if you're in Christ, you're not going to be easily deceived. I'm talking about really in Christ. I'm talking about seeking his face, hearing his voice. But if you're walking in the flesh, Right? You're easy to be deceived. You might have some sense of the spirit realm. But if you're walking in sin, it's a half-half thing. Satan can still come in and fool you. But if you're truly walking in the power and the spirit of God, and you know God, and you're doing exploits in God, and I'm talking about your heart's right, humble, not about power, but I'm talking about the humility. And you're hearing God. And you love people, not hate people. See, there's a difference. You got people that deal in anger. And, and, and I had that problem. Okay? You got people that are easily offended. And I had that problem. You have people that are money hungry. And I didn't really have that problem. But I see people that had that problem, they're always in need. But I did have a sex problem. I did have an anger problem. I did have an offense problem. Let me tell you something. In this last day, Satan is dealing with those four areas. In a believer's life and in an unbeliever's life. And through the unbeliever, the Bible says that Satan blinds the minds of them. Say so they only see things in the flesh. So no matter whether you come with the spirit of light or the spirit of darkness, some may not even receive you. Some of you are not even receiving what I'm saying now. And I'm speaking directly from the word of God. I'm giving you knowledge. And this is prophetic knowledge. In this last days, those four areas, Satan is coming after. Offense, sex, money, and anger. Say it with me. Offense, 
sex, money, and anger. Offense, sex, money, and anger. Let me tell you something. In that dream that I had, shortly after the dream, I was listening to the prophecy of this sister on YouTube. And right in the middle of the prophecy, the Holy Spirit stopped me and told me to write this down. And I want you to write this down too. I, I, I don't know why I'm going here, but I have to. This is a prophetic word. The Holy Spirit says it was twofold. He says, visitations come from the Spirit of God through dreams and visions, right? And for those who are seeking God, who stays in the Word, and are examining themselves, like I am, I'm working on me. I'm not there yet, but I'm there in Christ because I keep on exam I keep on looking to perfect myself. I'm dying to the flesh, and I'm trying the best way I can to walk in the Spirit. Do you understand? I'm dying daily. I'm on it. So I will get visitations and dreams and visions from God. But because of my weakness now, on the flip side, those who are weak in the flesh, who don't examine themselves, and even the ones that are on it, you're going to get visitations from Satan. So a lot of your dreams and visions that you're getting right now are coming from the evil one. And let me tell you something. Every time you entertain those spirits, because those spirits are supposed to be dead. If you see a dead person, a person that died in your family, that comes back in your dreams, it's not of God. It's not of God. We just read it. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9 and 6 that the dead knows nothing. They can't come back. And God is not a God that he can lie, can he? But it did say in 2 Corinthians, huh? Chapter 11, verse 14, that Satan comes back to masquerade himself as an angel of light. And it also said, what was that scripture about the angel on the way in this? What else does it say, baby? Let me go back to Hebrews. Hebrew? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hebrews gonna, 13 and 2. What does it say it again, baby? Okay, King James says, be not forgetful mm -hmm. to entertain strangers. Okay. For thereby some have entertained angels unaware. You've entertained angels unawareness. So that could be evil and that could be good. But you have to be able to decipher what it is. If you're not walking in the spirit of God, if you're not walking close to God and hearing from God, if you're not dying to this flesh, how are you going to know that? You're only going to know the spirit by the spirit because you have to walk in the spirit. You can't walk in the flesh and walk in the spirit at the same time and be able to decipher. Now, God can give you a little blunt of what to give you a warning. Don't go there. But if you're walking in the flesh, baby, let me tell you something. That's a dangerous place to be because you're not really hearing from God right. So Satan can easily come in. And masqueraded himself as an angel of light. And you will firmly believe it. And you'll be blind the whole time. Thinking that it's God. And it's the devil. Trying to deceive you. Through dreams and visions. 
the prophecy and what I'm trying to say in this is that the devil's trying to play for keeps. You have to be able to decipher and know. Now, Brother Johnson, I do have problems with anger. I do have problems with sexual sin. I do have problems because I'm greedy for money. We need money today. Look at this coronavirus. Look at the inflation that's happening. We're giving more money out to the people that don't want to work. And they're, they're walking around with more money than us. And we're the working class people. Gas prices going up the whole nine yards, man. Yes, I'm easy to get offended. Yes, I go through those four things. So how do I deal with it? How do I deal with it, right? Let's talk about anger first. Huh? Let's talk about anger. Turn to James chapter 4. James chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Let's deal with the anger because 78% of the men in the body of Christ is suffering because of anger. And anger came from a lot of things that have happened in your childhood, things that didn't go right in your childhood, things that you've seen in your father and mother. It came from that or uncle or somebody in that childhood or it was something that was passed and it became a generational curse like it did in my family. See, my family, some of the people in my family will hold a grudge forever and take it to the grave with them. And I'm not going to say no names. And it almost got me caught up in that spirit because I was thinking that that was the right thing to blame everybody and not look at my faults and not look at myself. So if you get to that point, you're going to get angry. You, you're going to be upset. Or if you're the type of person like me, I'm a no-nonsense person, and I hate my wife to tell you, I don't like foolishness. But it used to make me so angry. I used to go beside people's not. If you get to that point, Satan is trying to take you out. Don't you know that anger leads to heart attack? Don't you know that anger leads to you having strokes? Don't you know that anger leads to you having diabetes? It, see, Satan, as you respond to Satan, he brings on the illnesses and he tries to take you out before your time. When you hold on to bitterness and unforgiveness, when you don't want to let go because people have hurt you, Later on, I notice people get a lot of brain aneurysms or they lose their mind and they forget and they have dementia. Huh? All of those things stem from the characteristics that Satan is trying to bring on you and you exercise them out towards other people in your anger. See, I'm talking this way because I'm angry with Satan. See, my anger is not pointed towards you. My anger is pointing towards the devil. I have a righteous indignation in God, and I'm coming after you, Satan. I'm going to expose you every chance. Every time I get revelation from God, I'm coming back to tell the people of God about what you're trying to do to them. So they'll be educated. So they'll get the knowledge and know. And hopefully you don't reject this word. Because I know what I'm talking about. Because many of you that have known me in the past, I've walked in this. All four of these areas. But once I got free, I'm coming back to free you. So I'm speaking from experience. Understand that. What's that scripture say, baby? What causes fights and quarrels among you? What causes fights and quarrels? That's James chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. God, James is, Jesus' brother is asking the question. 
What is it say? What's the question, baby? It says, what causes fights and quarrels among What's you? What's causing fights and quarrels among you? She don't even know where the anger came from. James is asking you a question. Where did it come from? Check this out. Don't they come from your desires, that battle within you? Don't they come from your desires, things that you want, that battle on the inside of you, in your flesh, not your spirit? You don't been angry so many times that your flesh is dominant your flesh is dominating your spirit man and that's not your real man read that one more time baby ask the question what causes fights and quarrels what among you causes fights and quarrels among you what causes you to get mad read don't they come from your desires that battle within you it comes from your desires that you want things your way you want to do it your way you want to be selfish. And Satan was selfish. He wanted everything. He didn't want God. He wanted everything from God to be secluded and do his life solo, like the Lone Ranger. Just like some of you. So you're acting out. You're acting out. And Satan's loving the way you're acting out. He's sitting there studying Every minute he's studying you. Yeah, I'm going to take him out. <laughs> His death is soon to come. <laughs> he don't even know when he get ready to die. I think I hit him up with a heart attack next week when he gets mad with his wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I see you, Satan. We're exposing you for who you are. And 78% of men, my brothers, are going out because of anger, bitterness. And what's the other one, baby? Unforgiveness. They take it to the grave with them. Women, you're upset because that man cheated on you. And then all of a sudden, he straightened his life out. But you're still holding that bitterness and unforgiveness against him after he's asked you for forgiveness. You don't want to split hell wide open, sister. You don't want to split hell wide open. Mark 11.25 says, don't turn there. And I'm going to quote this. If you don't forgive men of their sins and trespasses, how is God going to forgive you of your sins and trespasses? That means that if you're still holding a grudge against somebody, no matter how much you pray to God, he ain't listening. Because God is a God of love. He wants you to forgive and forget. See, some of you say, oh, well, I forgive, but I'm never going to forget. It's a process, but you better start wanting to forget. Because when Jesus comes back, or if you die, you're going to find yourself burning in hellfire before you get to the great white throne judgment and be judged and thrown into more fire. See, you can preach the gospel all you want. You can sit there and have the biggest ministry. You can sit there and do good deeds to the poor and all this. But if that brother that hurt you a long time ago tried to come back and say, forgive me, and you never forgave him, I don't care what you say or anybody says, Satan's going to take you up out of here. That's one way. Through your anger, through your demise, through your unforgiveness. Finish reading that scripture, sweetheart. You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. Oh, you desire, and you don't have, 
So you hurt people with your mouth or you physically kill people. You don't see it the way you want to see it. So you, you want to get up and, and hurt people like I used to with my mouth. Read, sweetheart. It says you covet, but you cannot get what you want. Oh. So you quarrel and fight. Oh, so you're jealous of the person. You want what they want. You're jealous. You're envious. See, you cold that. It's a little subtle. You really don't like that person because he got all that and you ain't got it. And you want what they got. You're trying to live for the Joneses. Person ain't even studying you. Ain't even trying to puff themselves up in private. You envy them because of what they have. All of that the enemy's using at your demise to take you out of here before your time. And you can't even see it. What else does it say, baby? You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. All you gotta do is ask God. Why you want what they want? Why don't you why don't you desire and get into God and find out what He wants you to have? <laughs> see, once you find out what your call and what you was called to do and what you want what you need. You give it to God. God will bless you. Forget what, forget him. You can have better than that. But you're so busy minding his business, trying to get what he got. And you jealous of him. You don't see the potential that's in you, what you have, and you can go to God yourself and get it. Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm. What else does it say? That's all, baby? It what says... When you do ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. You ask with what? Wrong motives. But when you ask God, you ask with what? Wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. On your pleasures. But you're not asking because of the need or because of something for a purpose. You're asking because you're greedy. Like some of these prophets, so-called prophets, so-called apostles. Going around telling everybody, yo, you know, if you give me seven hundred dollars, I'll prophesy and tell you for tell you what you was called and blah 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 and all this crap. That's bull. No, now I'm not gonna curse on the air. I said that's bull. That's all I said, okay? But I'm letting you know that's not of God, okay? Because you asked the miss, you had the wrong motive, and you're thinking. I'm going to take advantage of this person. I'm going to get what I want. And I'm going to be happy. And then you're not happy. You get angry because things don't work out the way you want it to. So we're going to deal with the anger first. James 1.20. What does it say, sweetheart? James 1.20. Says, mm -hmm. because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Human anger, the way you act, does not produce the righteousness. God don't desire all of that. You don't need all that. If you're angry, be angry at Satan. Be angry at the adversary that got you blind and fooled. That's why your life is going the way it's going now. I know from experience, because I was blind, I was just like you out there fighting. Out there in people's face. Could have got shot. Could have got killed. I had a couple of cousins that got shot in the head over anger. Hmm? 
over drug dealing. Drug deal went bad. Anger. Bam, bam. Gone. Went to the funeral. Everything. Got another cousin. Anger. Remorse. He took that bitterness and unforgiveness to the grave with him. They did. And it could have been me out of here if I didn't pay attention to what God told me and grab the whole of it and thank God for a wife that pointed out some areas that I was still examining, but I kept missing the mark. Thank God for a wife that stood right by me and showed me areas of my life that I needed to be corrected. And God did use that as a vessel to get me there. Now I'm trying to tell you what almost happened to me. I was almost out of here. Alright? So, you got to watch that anger. The Bible says a soft answer does what? Turns away wrath. Turns away wrath. You have to come a little bit more kinder. Right now, I'm just getting this righteous indignation because I'm angry with Satan. This is part of the prophecy. The first thing we're going to talk about in this thing is anger. Satan comes through dreams. Satan comes through vision. He might come through your dead people. And I'm going to tell you something. If any of those dead people that you saw had the wrong spirit when they were living in the earth, and you thought that God was sending them back to tell you that it was all right. Nah. Whatever their characteristic was on the earth, right? The spirit of their characteristics has already left their dead body. It's wandering out here trying to find a body that it can get into. Holy Spirit told me to take this. See, the Bible says a person can get delivered from the spirit of Satan. And that spirit will leave and go wandering around trying to find a body. Mm. So I'm going to send the spirit, of, I'm going to send the, 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 a, a fake spirit of his grandfather who was a mean old man. And if he entertains his grandfather, I can take the spirit of his grandfather and put it in him without him even knowing it. And all of a sudden, he starts acting like his dead grandfather. Or if his mother was into infidelity and she was wanting to have sex with every man, oh yeah, her body's dead in the ground. Her body knows nothing. But that spirit is lingering on. And it's trying to find a body to get into so you entertain mother's spirit in that dream. Listen to what I'm saying. And that spirit gets attached to you. And you can't stop having sex. And you're wondering why you're having all these cravings. You think it's a midlife crisis. Uh-uh. It's the spirit of the devil coming, a familiar spirit. That's what we call it. Masquerading himself as an angel of light to get attached to you. To take you out of here. I got scripture and verse. I got scripture and verse for that. But what I'm going to get ready to do. I'm going to give you one more scripture on anger. And I'm going to come back tomorrow. To talk about money, sex, and offense. And this prophecy. 
Because I feel that the enemy, is, this is going to be a broad thing, is trying to take us out any way he can, mainly in those four areas. I'm going to give you one more in anger. Proverbs 29, verse 22. Proverbs 29, my wife's going to read. What does it say? An angry person stirs up conflict, uh -huh. and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. Hmm. Did you hear that? Read it again, baby. An angry person stirs up conflict. Stirs up conflict. And hmm. a hot-tempered person commits many sins. Many sins. So, you think you're free. But Satan has you in condemnation. According to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, he's accusing you before God day and night, and he's holding you in bondage because of what? Read it one more time, baby. An angry person stirs up conflict. Conflict. And a hot-tempered person commits many sins. See, nobody don't want anything to do with you when it comes to conflict. That's why I've always felt like I was a long ranger. And come to find out that my angry spirit was causing conflict. Even though I might have been in the right, don't mean don't matter whether you're wrong or right. It's how you act. It's how you respond. Will Smith, who punched um, what was his name? Chris Rock Chris. on the stage. He was in the right when he punched him. But everybody looked at Will Smith's action, didn't they? He punched him. Yeah, he was in the right. Don't talk about my wife. Because you talk about my wife, I might do the same thing. I agree with him. But when he did it, it almost cost him his Oscar. But it cost him that he couldn't be part of that board. They, 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 they kicked him out of three organizations. If it wasn't for Denzel Washington pulling him to the side and ministering to him to get him to see that that was the devil working through to try to knock him down. You know, see, these, these things happen for a reason. One more scripture before we get out of here. I think it's in Proverbs. I think it's chapter 19, verse 11. One more on anger. A person's wisdom yields patience. Listen to this. A person's will, wisdom, wisdom of a person. If you're wise, you're going to be a little bit more patient. Just it is to read. one's glory to overlook an offense. It's to one's glory to overlook an offense. It's to one's glory to overlook an offense. Let me read it again. Read it one more time, baby. A Slow. person's wisdom yields patience. A person's wisdom. What you know, what you acknowledge, what you're practicing. When a person comes on you to try to offend or hurt you, going to be calm. You're not going to overreact. Wisdom's going to tell you to calm down. First of all, to listen to see where this person's coming from. You're not going to react because you know it's the enemy. Got your antennas up. Beep, 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 beep. Like Colonel Bleep. Remember Colonel Bleep? Beep, 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 beep. That joke ahead. He can detect anything. Beep, 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 beep. Got those antennas up. Got the wisdom. And you're listening. Beep, 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 beep. And you're patient. Man, I noticed the devil. I'm like, I'm just going to chill. Read, baby. What else does it say? 
It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. It's to one's glory to overlook, not get angry, not get upset when one comes to try to offend you. I'm going to pray this prayer with you before we leave. i got to take two steps before we get out of here. And I think it's in, let me see what scripture it is. Let me see. What's that? With that drink, that 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 thing. That's not scripture. I'm talking about the the thing. The thing I sent you. Text the prayer that I tried. I text my wife these prayers all the time. Now we're gonna we're gonna quote some scriptures and we're gonna come against the enemy. Okay, we're gonna come against the enemy and the sin nature that's been bothering you. First of all, you're going to have to repent and give your life to Christ or repent of your sins if you know Christ. So first of all, Father, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoings when I may have acted in anger and retaliation. I might have hit my wife. I might have hit other people. I might have verbally abused my wife or my husband, or other people, forgive me. Now I confess that the law in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. I heard the word that Brother Johnson or A-Train spoke today. I believe the word that Alan Johnson spoke today. I will confess the word that Alan Johnson spoke today. And I will do the word. I keep loving. I will not hold on to anger, unforgiveness, because the law of faith will not work in my life if I do. I cast my cares on you, Lord. I cast the anger and resentment that I have against and put that name of that person in there. I cast my cares that I hate this person on you, Lord. Confess the name of that person that you hate. And I confess me, Lord God, I cast my cares of me not doing wrong. And I stop jealousy. I stop envy. I will not walk in unforgiveness and I will not walk with a nasty attitude. My faith is my servant. I walk by faith and not by sight. I cannot do it alone, God. Right? I will never act up and say the wrong thing. I step out on my faith and I believe that I have control over my angry outbursts, my spirit of offense, and I have faith in you, Lord, that you're healing me and you're delivering me now in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus said your faith, you said my faith has made me whole by the word that I confess. 
Forgive me, Lord, when I speak doubt and unbelief. I will listen to what the word says. I will confess the word and I will do the word. I will walk in love with my brothers and sisters. And I take now authority over the dreams I may have had of dead people. I take authority over the visions that are in my mind that try to come up against me to hold unforgiveness against people that may have hurt me over my thoughts. I take control over my flesh and over my mouth for out of the abundance of the heart, my mouth speaks and it speaks forth good things. I cover it by the word of God. Satan, you will not torment me anymore in the area of anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. I bind you, strong man. Speak after me. I keep my body under subjection. I walk in the love of God, which was shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. I walk in authority and power in Jesus' name, and I triumph over you, Satan, and you are defeated in Jesus' name. I will not give in to bad things. I will not speak negative. I will speak positive. I will never think negative again. I will speak what the word says. And that's positive. And those positive things will continue in my life. I speak the word against Satan continually. And I continue to walk in the light. I speak life because Power is in my tongue, and I shall eat the fruit thereof. I am not snared no more or taken by what I speak. I will be alert at all times, and I will only speak the word of God. I stand on the word of God. The word of faith is my life. Say it. The word of faith is my my life, I will live and not die. I am prospering and I'm not poor. I am totally healed and I'm never ill. For the ones that are sick, for the ones that got ailments, speak the word. Speak the word. I am set free. I am totally in good health. Even though you're not, speak those things as, not, as though they are. Stand on the word. Believe it. I am never ill. I act in faith and good comes. I have, I will always speak the word. And whatever I say, it shall come to pass. I come against the sin nature. It cannot control me again through anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. I come against this that spirit that wars against my mind, I cast down strongholds and any imagination and thoughts that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, that war against my mind. I have victory over it now and just worship him. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the victory. Hallelujah. 
you have the victory now. So, I'm coming back with part two a little bit later on today. And we're going to talk about people that agreed for money. Because it's not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of it. We're going to talk about sex. Because I think this is vitally important because Satan's taking about, eh, roughly about 65 to 70% of the body of Christ through sex. We don't even know it. We think because it feels good. It's a whole lot more. It's a whole lot more to the spirit of offense. Because that anger goes hand in hand. That's why I wanted to link them to. But I think we covered most of the offense. But there's still some more things I want to share with you. Okay? So I got to take two steps to read and get out of here. Got to go to the dentist. I'll be back a little bit later. And we're going to talk about it. Okay? Love you guys.